Welcome to the Enlighten Up podcast. I'm Lisa Watson and we'll be joined by my co-hosts Nicole Frolick and Brian Koenigberg. The Enlighten Up podcast is a weekly show that provides an unconventional and refreshing spin on spirituality, where three friends and weekly guests share informative, fun, and usually off-the-wall conversations. Unlike others, we provide fringe and skeptical viewpoints on all topics, because our experience has taught us that the echo chamber is a boring place from which to learn. So regardless of where you are in your spiritual journey, we can promise you, you're going to find a place to fit in here. So we invite you to grab a drink and listen in on our casual, entertaining, and hopefully enlightening conversation. And Enlighten Up is a self-funded podcast. So if you would like to help us to continue to be able to produce, enhance, and expand the show for our audience, then please send your support using the link in the show notes or go to our website, lightenup.us, and check out our merchandise shop where you can purchase merchandise that will allow you to express some spiritual humor. You may also show your support by leaving us a review on iTunes and following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thank you all so much for listening and supporting us. And now let's jump right into the episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Enlighten Up. I am Nicole Frolick and I'm here with my beautiful two co-hosts, Brian and Lisa. And actually, Lisa and I happen to be in the sunny, beautiful Cayman Islands. And we are sitting here with one of my dear friends. He is joining us today for this episode because the synchronicities lined us up when we happened to run into each other very serendipitously. In fact, all of the little synchronicities that happened were quite interesting. I'm not going to go into all the details, but Carlo, welcome to Enlighten Up. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Lisa. And thank you, Brian. Very nice to meet you. Hey, I got I to gotta interrupt for a second because you guys suck. I am not in the Grand Cayman Islands like you made it sound like we were all there having a great time on a sunny beach. No, I'm pretty sure I just said Lisa and I were in the Cayman Islands. Yeah, and, and myself, of course, Brian. Yes, you are there in Denver. It is, it is snowing in Denver and you guys have beautiful, beautiful weather. Yeah, it is. So it was it was rainy today a little bit, but not too much. And then the sun shows up, and I can guarantee you, the sky was so blue that you cannot imagine. But it doesn't matter. I mean, it's fine. You are in Denver. We are in the Canada. It's fine. I don't hear any laughter on your end. Not funny. Ouch. Not funny. Ouch. Okay. All right. So, Carlo, Carlo and I met a long time ago, um, probably about... Ten, 10 years ago. I think so. 10 years ago, nine years ago. Yes. Yeah, and um, you're from Italy originally. Um, yes, uh, 110%. <laughs> One of my favorite countries. Italy and Bali and Indonesia are my two favorite oh, wow. okay. places in the world. Lisa, what's your favorite country? Italy. Brian? Not China. <laughs> <laughs> We all know that, don't we? Oh, right. mm. Yeah, and we're drinking rosé right now. A very good rosé, actually. And Carlo, Carlo's going to make us a really nice dinner after we're done uh, this episode. Tell, tell our listeners what you're making. Just keep rubbing it in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in a few words, few words uh, we will cook together an incredible pasta made with walnuts and parmigiano that I can guarantee you it's something special in italy we used to say we make love with food but you will make love with food don't be jealous brian don't worry <laughs> nothing else will happen just <laughs> love with food so, 
And after that, we are going to cook a, a catch, a fish, a piece of fish with olives, capers, and scotch bonnets, which is a particular spicy pepper that you can find here in, in the Caribbean. Um, it's amazing, amazing, with some salad, simple salad. Oh, yes. Okay, so I think, Brian, we mentioned to you, Lisa and I went out for dinner on Saturday night, and she tried yeah. scotch bonnet peppers for the first time, and They're they hot. warned her it was extremely spicy, and she was like, oh, okay, great, and she put a huge dollop on her on her ceviche and, and bread, and I looked at her going, um, I, I, I'm not sure you should take that much. She's like, oh, no, like, it's totally fine. I'm like, no, I don't think you should take that much, and then, of course, she's like, Eyes were watering, but it wasn't. Yeah, you've trained me well. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Well, we we have them here in the states, and they are one of the hottest peppers. Yeah, they are. Yes. I think it's I think it's just below uh, the habanero, or maybe it's just they're hot. They're damn hot. They are. It depends from the type, because the orange is not really hot, but the green one is extremely hot. So, and you need to be careful when you cut it. So if you then touch your eyes with your fingers, you're done. For at oh, least yeah. an hour, you start crying. It's yeah. unbelievable. And okay. it doesn't just end at the eyes. Don't touch no, other things. it does not end at the eyes. It ends but, on the way out, doesn't it? Okay. <laughs> talking about crime. Let's talk about my I crime. know. It's, you know what? Talking yeah. about crime, that's actually a perfect segue yes. into this whole episode. So to the audience, I, um, you know, gosh, I leave this place for three years. I come back and so much has changed. And I ran into Carlo. And Carlo, you were, well, before I left the island, you were dating a woman, and then you guys got married. So tell us a story because this, for everyone listening, Carlo and his partner yes, were just the most beautiful couple. They were always so in love. They were so sweet. I've had a couple dinners with you guys here at your home and just one of those couples who you just knew there was pure love between them, those two. And so I was very shocked to hear when I first ran into Carlo what had happened. So, Carlo, please share your story. And the reason why we're sharing the story is because if, for our audience, there's so much happening right now with the energies that are, that are happening. People are going through some very difficult times, things that happen out of the blue, things you cannot explain. And this is kind of one of those stories. So, Carlo, go ahead. All right. If you allow me, uh, I'd like to tell you... Um, an opening story before entering uh, in the real story what happened to me in the last 18 months so and i need to go back in time on january the 3rd 1978 at that time i was uh, eight or something like that and my dad died in front of me uh, he died uh, on a table with lots of blood uh, coming out from his head, and this happened because he had a sort of heart attack. It was an aneurysm. Oh, a brain aneurysm. Yeah, no, 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 it was not a brain aneurysm. It was an aorta aneurysm. Uh, he fell down on the table, and his head eats the mag, and the mag cuts his front. So all this blood goes uh, over the table. The table was completely white, and I was shocked. So I was 80 years old. I didn't know what to do. Uh, it was really difficult for me to stand up. I was basically frozen. 
And so it took me probably 20 minutes or two minutes or 20 seconds, I don't know, um, to stand up, uh, move behind his body and uh, go to the other side of the house to call my mom uh, in order to call her and, and try to do something uh, in the hope uh, um, to save his life. It never happened. My, di- my dad died uh, a few days uh, after that event. And I can guarantee you guys uh, that uh, that type of event uh, changed completely the way you see life in general. It was so deep, so drum- so difficult to be passed uh, that uh, I can guarantee you it's not uh, uh, something uh, easy. And I said to myself, uh, after these events, nothing can happen to me that's... Uh, make me so sad or make me cry again in that way, in that way. But unfortunately, I was wrong. Um, Ten years ago, when I landed on this island, I met a beautiful lady, and I met Trina. Her name is Trina. Um, She's a Canadian girl with a Canadian passport. I met her basically seven days after my arrival on islands. And in that moment, I realized that she was uh, the, the person for me, the, 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 my life, my, my future, my, my reason uh, to be on uh, these uh, beautiful planets. Uh, after two weeks, uh, we, we went out for dinner. After three weeks, uh, uh, we kissed each other, and my love for her really just exploded. So, we uh, decided to move together in, under the same roof uh, after a few months. Um, she had a, a son, and she still has a son, and we decided to bring that son that became part of my life uh, under the same roof, under the same house. We lived what uh, I can describe like the most beautiful period of my life, nine beautiful years, um, enjoying every single moment. And I can guarantee you, I, I'm 50 today. I, be, I turned 50 in February, and I never, never loved uh, a person like I loved uh, Trina in the last 10 years. Um, long story short, um, we go back in time now to December 14th, um, or better, December the 10th, 2017. Uh, we just came back from uh, a beautiful uh, two or three weeks uh, holiday in, in Italy, in the beautiful Italy, after we married uh, four months before. We married uh, in Niagara-on-the-Lake, uh, Canada, Ontario, on uh, August the 10th. Uh, 2017. So we came back, we landed in Miami, we, we check in in this beautiful hotel, we make love uh, as we used to do every, basically every single day. We will love so much each other. I can guarantee you that uh, I was not tired to make love with my wife uh, or meet with my partner. Um, any day, any day, any day was a beautiful day and every single time was better than the day before. But anyhow, uh, we spent a couple of days in Miami. Uh, she flew back uh, 
on a Sunday back to Cayman and I stayed in Miami. I was working uh, during that time. Uh, I had a client. We had a client. We, go, we were working together. We had a client in Miami and I spent uh, as uh, the last uh, probably six months before uh, four days in Miami every week. And so every morning, uh, I was in Miami, she was here in Cayman, we had uh, our breakfast uh, over the phone, over FaceTime, uh, outside the porch. Lisa and uh, um, you, you guys can see the porch uh, in the back. Uh, Brian, you can't, but it's a lovely, it's a lovely view. Um, <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we had breakfast every single morning over FaceTime. She was showing me my chair that was empty because my stepson was in bed at that time. Um, we had breakfast together. Then I was moving to the office and she was starting her life in Cayman. And this was happening on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday. Wednesday morning, I received a beautiful beautiful email, something that uh, a man desire, wish to receive every single day from uh, uh, the person he loves very much. And this email was saying, uh, is a, was a PowerPoint. Uh, the first line of the PowerPoint was saying, Trina loves Carlo with this beautiful uh, orange uh, heart. Uh, she knew that orange was uh, still my favorite color, and she wants to make uh, a beautiful home. Um, and underneath, uh, uh, I don't recall exactly, 10, 12 pages of uh, improvement, ideas uh, that she wants to bring to the house in order to make uh, this um, more beautiful home for us. And I was so excited, so... Uh, happy to receive uh, a document like that. I can guarantee you guys, it's something unique, unique. And I immediately called Trina. Uh, she picked up the phone and I said to Trina, wow, this is unbelievable. I, I, I love you more than, than I was loving you three hours ago. And I'm happy that you brought these things to the table. Let's try to put together a budget. And uh, let's try to figure out how to do it. And in the next 12 to 24 months, we can uh, uh, do those changes, though, those improvements uh, that uh, uh, you presented to me and in order to, to really have a better home. And she was really excited. She was uh, um, super excited. Just to tell you, before arriving, uh, uh, to the night, something happened that night. But before arriving to that point, I want just to tell you who was Trina. Nicole met Trina. Trina was, and I'm sorry, I need to use the past tense because Trina is no longer here in a certain way, at least not spiritually, probably physically, but not spiritually. Um, Trina was an incredible soul full of joy, full of passion, um, an incredible creative human being that uh, disappeared in uh, a few hours. That night was Wednesday night. I can't forget this night. That night, she called me. Uh, she was out with friends. 
um, she was probably had too much uh, wine because I heard from her voice that she was uh, her voice was a little bit uh, alterated. Is the right mm -hmm. term or she was tipsy? Yeah, she was tipsy. Good, I learned a new term. <laughs> uh, she was tipsy, and I was out for dinner with our clients in Miami. And I said to her, if I if I can, I will call you later. Otherwise, we can talk in the morning. Same type of morning. Thursday morning, FaceTime, breakfast, uh, over the internet. And uh, I did it. Uh, that morning, on Thursday morning, I called my wife again. Uh, but unfortunately, on the other line, uh, there was no response, no reply, no one pick up the phone, no one pick up uh, that call. Uh, and I called and I called and I called and I called for probably 30 different times. And at that point, I was scared. And I called my stepson, no reply. I called uh, Trina's stepmom, uh, who lives here on island, um, no response. I called. Uh, or two of the best friends of Trina here on islands. They told me we don't know where Trina is. I called another person, another good friend of Trina, and she said to me, I have no clue where Trina is. Finally, I decided to call that another person. Nobody picked up the phone. So imagine at noon, I was really scared. At 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I didn't know what to do. So I took my Uber and I went back to the... I moved to the airport and I was supposed to fly back that day. So I landed on island at 8.30, something like that, nighttime. And there was a person picking me, picking me up at the airport. And that person was not Trina, it was a friend of us that said to me, Trina had a, a breakdown, a devastating breakdown. That was the word that she used. So she brought me back home and I took my car and I started searching for Trina, basically for three or four hours. And I found my wife um, in a house of a friend of us. She opened the door. Um, I knocked that door about, so probably was 12.30 in the morning or something like that. So, so 12.30 is right, right? Or one o'clock, something like that. She opened the door. I didn't recognize my wife. She was white. She was, uh, she's white actually. She's not black, <laughs> but, uh, but she was whiter than normal. Uh, I didn't recognize her, and she just said to me, I don't want to talk to you. Um, I, I needed my space. I will talk to you tomorrow or the day after. And she closed the door uh, in a very bad way. And at that moment, I understood that something happened, but I didn't know what happened. The day after was uh, a nightmare, as you probably can imagine. Um, and this was uh, Friday, because I came back on Thursday. On Friday night, I got a message from Trina, and she was asking me to meet her um, in front of our house. There is a beautiful beach uh, called Spot Beach. Uh, it's a place where 
We spend so many times together. We make love on the pier. We drink wine. We had fun with friends. It's a lovely, lovely spot for us. And it's a beautiful place that I will remember for the rest of my life. Um, anyhow, she arrived um, with uh, a particular T-shirt. And the T-shirt that she was wearing that morning was saying that... Uh, be yourself. I don't understand why she decided to wear that uh, the T-shirt, uh, but uh, in a few words, without saying anything, she said to me, I need a break. I want to be free in my adult age. Wow. She was uh, 39 at the time. Actually, 38. I'm sorry, she's turned uh, 39 in 2018. And... This was happening out of the blue, like uh, a thunderstorm out of the blue and, uh, in a sunny day. Uh, it was fully unexpected. Uh, it's like a rock. Uh, no, a rock is not the right term. It's like a meteor entering the atmosphere and eats the herd, uh, like uh, an atomic bomb. Uh, um, that morning, uh, I felt... Uh, the same pain I felt in the moment I lost my dad uh, on that table, on that morning, a uh, uh, long time ago, in 1978. But anyhow, after that moment, uh, I can just uh, uh, remember how many times, uh, actually, I don't remember because I lost the counts, how many times I cry every day, every afternoon, every night. I didn't sleep. Um, I went to one of my best friends on island, which is a lovely lady, a lovely girl. And I cried like, like a baby. And then she said to me, you need to go. You need to go leave this island for a while. And I decided to take a, a plane and I moved and I, I went to Dublin to visit one of my best friends, that probably Nicole you remember, uh, Victor Corcoran. Uh, he was here for a long time on island and we became very close friends. So I've been there and for me was uh, living in the in a twilight zone, honestly. I was in the hell, uh, but at the same time uh, I was uh, uh, in a certain paradise with him and his family. They were taking care of me. It was really a difficult situation, black and white at the same time. Um, uh, Sometimes I, I didn't uh, really understand uh, what I was thinking or uh, what's really happened to me. But anyhow, let's move to the 2018. So I came back from Dublin and I decided to take time for myself because I started thinking that maybe I did something wrong. Honestly, it's, it happened. If you want to improve, you need to realize that maybe you made some mistakes. So I decided to, and I didn't tell you the story the other night, I decided to go walking for a thousand kilometers, which is a lot, in Florida. So I decided to do from basically from Tampa to New Orleans walking. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean... That is an interesting part of the story that you left out Friday night. Yes. 
I didn't say this story because now we arrive to the spiritual part of the okay. story, which is really funny, but it's interesting. You understand why every single dog mm. then is connected somehow. Anyhow, I didn't I didn't do a thousand kilometers. I did three hundred and seventy-nine kilometers in total. Uh, because it was the year where in Florida starts snowing and I was not prepared to sleep completely unprepared under the, the sky with the snow coming down. It was really cold. So I did 379 kilometers. And one day I did something like 42 kilometers in a row. And uh, I met uh, some fantastic, how do you call it? A big bird like that. Um, crane. Okay. Beautiful cranes. Um, they have a particular name uh, down there in Florida. Now I don't recall exactly the Brian name. Sorry? I said Brian might know. Brian, maybe you know the name of this beautiful crane. What color was it? Uh, it was gray and red. Gray and red? Yeah. But I can tell you, I have, I have the name somewhere. I will let uh, the ladies in front of me uh, know the name later on. But anyhow, there were six cranes uh, close to a small lake eh, on this beautiful trail that I was walking by myself, only by myself. And I was a little bit scared because everybody told me, oh, you know, Carlo, that's uh, all this area is full of bears. Bears in Florida. Actually, there are bears. I saw two small bears. Uh, oh, yeah, there's maybe. lots of bears in Florida. There are, there are. I mean, I didn't know yeah, that. Bears, and, bears yeah. and jaguars and snakes and crocodiles. It's a terrible place, terrible place. So I'm just looking up the spiritual meaning of crane because this is what you're supposed to do. When when you have something this significant cross your path, like an animal, yeah. Okay, pause. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go I'll ahead. get it. Go ahead. Get it. I'll get it. So we're just doing a top up of wine here. Right. Oh, well, back to the crane. Two, two cranes come to my mind. Um, a red-crowned crane, which is the one – I think those are more common in China – and the sandhill crane. Is the sandhill crane. Bravo. Mm. Is that one? Is that one? Yeah. Okay. We're just doing a little wine top of But, uh, Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let yeah. me, let me just, because I want you to hear this and the audience to hear this for, um, spiritual. Oh, yeah, okay. So this is the spiritual meaning. And for our audience, I think a lot of you know this, but when certain animals or insects start to appear to you, especially in a moment of this nature, it's important to see the um, the meaning behind it. And so the crane is a symbol of justice and longevity. Um, it aids us to maintain personal understanding between others. These qualities will help us to examine our close relationships, whether to great longer bond with them or break. Finally, our relationship will take two or three years to get fully matured. In Asian mythology, crane is sometimes called a heavenly messenger who can travel to the heaven. In China, it is believed that the cranes flew with the god to the legendary home of the eight immortals known as the Isle of Immortals. Cranes are regarded as a messenger of the god, and the magic potions cranes' eggs were used to bless its drinkers with the gift of eternal life. In Egypt, ancient legends said that a crane with two heads when seen flying over the river Nile meant that the prosperous times were about to start. Interesting. Um, I'm just kind of like scrolling through here. Um, but I just find it very interesting. Okay. People with crane totem have a sense of secrecy and protectiveness. Crane reflects the importance of focusing on very important one rather than another one. 
Crane teaches us how to celebrate our creative resource. And justice, feminine energies, and longevity give the proper focus. Oh, Crane shows up as a spirit guide when you need to have change in your life. Wow. You need to understand astral traveling. We'll talk about that later. You need to have new knowledge. You need a long life. You need wisdom. And then, let's see here. Call on Crane as a spirit guide when you need to use your voice uniquely and you need to be independent. You need to seek help others in their paths. Interesting. Okay. Just wanted to put that in there because, you know, this is this is important, I think. All right. No, it's really good. Thank you, Nicole. Uh, because now we go to the interesting part that you didn't listen the other nights. Uh, um, and by the way, thank you for inviting me today. It's... It's important. It's unique. It's something special. So thank you to these two ladies and thank you, Brian. Uh, we don't know each other yet, so, but I'm quite sure we'll find a way to meet each other very soon. Anyhow, six cranes close to a lake. They were eating uh, uh, grass. I was looking at them and I was really freaking, sorry, my French, tired and one of those cranes started moving close to me. The other five, they were completely focused on what they were doing. And I sit down, and the crane was moving, moving, closer and closer. And I thought, now, bam, she's going to bite me or something. I mean, uh, and not that I'm scared about uh, a big bird, but I can guarantee it was big. It's not small. When you are seated uh, on the ground and you see this, uh, probably was a meter high, um, it's big. So it stopped, but probably a meter in front of me, and she started to talk. She started to talk to me with the same voice of my dad. That's why. That's why. I how wanted how to did this not? Be, how did this not come out in the conversation? Oh my gosh. I don't know. I mean, it's not something that uh, I say to everybody. I mean, just because uh, well, you guys... Why not? I can't imagine why no. you wouldn't share the story with everyone. No, I share I, the I story. Have, I have to ask this question because it's my duty. Yeah. Um, how many drugs were you taking? <laughs> and he's correct. So it's a good question. Very good question, Brian. You don't know, but... Uh, I'm a mathematician, eh? so for me, one plus one is always freaking two. So when I saw these things happening to me, without any drugs in my blood, I really doubt uh, that this was really happening. So yeah. I, I touched myself, uh, not in that sense. I mean, you, you pinched yourself. <laughs> I pinched myself. <laughs> They must have been very, very beautiful things. <laughs> it was a very good emotion. But anyway, <laughs> and I have to apologize uh, to the to the audience. Uh, I mean, this is my accent. This is my broken English. So you need to accept it. So I have the beautiful Nicole close to me that will uh, inject some beautiful words uh, if you need to really understand what. Uh, was the meaning of my sentence. Anyhow, going back to the story, this beautiful crane start talking to me with the voice of my dad. And believe me, Brian, it was shocking. 
shocking. Oh, I and can't I, imagine. And I was tired, fully tired, because after 40 plus kilometers walking, you are really freaking tired. Um, and I thought, uh, maybe I'm dreaming, maybe I'm not. Uh, so I pinched myself. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the bird said to me, you need to let me go. And I didn't uh, realize immediately what really meant by that. But then I realized it was my dad saying to me at the time that you let me go because probably I never, there is, Lisa okay. is doing some. Uh, Lisa's speaking light language. She's yeah. signing right now, everyone, just so the audience knows what's going on. Carl doesn't understand what Lisa's doing. Oh. <laughs> That's why he's. His... <laughs> no, so she's. Okay, so light language. Lisa speaks light language, yeah. and right now she's signing it because she doesn't want to interrupt you speaking. Okay. It doesn't happen that often, but they apparently really have something to say and don't want to interrupt. So go ahead. <laughs> All right. So these happened to me. And uh, was not a very long conversation because probably I replied the first time, who are you? Or said something. I, I don't really know exactly what I said. So, but then I realized that, uh, I mean, the voice was, uh, the voice of my dad, honestly, was, uh, and although I don't believe in these things, I can guarantee you, I wasn't uh, believe until that moment. So I needed to really to rethink my entire life uh, in few minutes. Uh, and I said to myself, uh, well, something strange or maybe something normal uh, that we are unable to see, unable to perceive uh, is happening to me in these precise moments. So I just decided, uh, and I have goosebumps in these moments, uh, to accept uh, that moment in full. And yes, I suffer so much the loss of my dad that I never had uh, probably the opportunity to did uh, his funeral uh, properly. So the day after that particular event, uh, I slept like a baby that night, I can guarantee you that, but probably because my body was completely wrecked uh, after 40 kilometers. So the day after, uh, I decided not to walk. I went back to the same spots. I took a few leaves. I give fire to the dry leaves. Leaves, right? Yes. Oh, leaves. Leaves, leaves. leaves. Sorry, 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 sorry. I was like, you went to a lift driver? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I did this, uh, this sort of funeral uh, um, that helped me in a certain way to release uh, something that happened to me in the past, but at the same time, uh, understanding a little bit better what was happening to me in that moment. And the answer was in front of me. I wasn't able uh, really to understand what was happening, but I understand that uh, the only way to move on was to accept something uh, that was happening to you, although you are unable to understand. And when I said to you, Brian, I love mathematics, I love physics. For me, one plus one is always two, but in that mm -hmm. moment, I can guarantee you, if you were saying to me that one plus one was three or four or 10, uh, it was fine to me because uh, in that moment, you realize that something in your life happened, 
something unique, something different, something that we cannot understand. I personally, I didn't uh, understand, and I cannot say right. in full, uh, I didn't understand, and I still not understanding what happened to my wife. Right. Anyhow, now I move faster to the end uh, of the story uh, because otherwise it become too boring probably. But anyhow, hang, hang on. You, you... There's talking birds. There's talking birds in the story. It it can't. It's not boring. It's not boring. <laughs> Very good. I like that. Anyhow, I came back uh, from my uh, spiritual journey that starts uh, as a physical journey in order to clean my mind, but in reality, something happened. So it became really spiritual. I came back. I saw my wife, uh, we had a function together for work, so I was obliged to see my wife. And I started realizing my wife was no longer my wife. My wife was completely different. Uh, she was looking different. She was uh, talking in a different way. She was moving in a different way. Um, she was not any more sexy like before. She was not elegant like before. She was dirty. She was, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, she was really strange. Uh, she was something that uh, I didn't uh, never ever met before, honestly. Uh, she was another soul in the same body, probably, yes, although the body was a little bit different. But uh, the personality, the spirit, the spirit was something completely different. Can I, I just interject because I had no idea any of this was going on, but I remember seeing some photos in, um, and just to apologize to our audience, if you hear any scratching in the background, we just have two beautiful dogs who really want to be part of this conversation. They're trying to get in the house. Um, but I remember seeing some photos on Instagram or Facebook. I can't remember which. And I just remember thinking, wow, she seems really different. You know, and, and it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. It just I just felt a very different energy just through the photos alone. There was a different, there was, I could tell something was going on. I didn't know though. I don't want to say that it was wrong or bad or anything like that. I don't want to judge it, but it just, I could tell just from the photos. That, this, is a that tale. this is a, this is a tale of body snatchers. Um, well, Lisa, you thought there was a walk-in. Right? Yeah, my first instinct when I heard the story was that there was a walk-in situation. Yeah. That someone came and, you know, maybe it was a contract they had to share this body and, and it was time. And she, Trina, left and somebody else came in. But as you were telling your story about your the crane speaking to, which you did not share with us the other night, and the light language came out from the hands... something came to me which which is that your your love with Trina and the, the 10 years that you spent together in this intense romantic passionate loving relationship and partnership that you had was so that you could experience that again and you could let your dad go it was a gift to you what she did for you that's what I got through my light language. That she did that for you. All right. Probably. Not on a 
Not on a 3D level, like no, on no. a spiritual level. Fine. Uh, I can hear you. I don't understand what you are saying, Lisa, believe me. I can understand the uh, Einstein relativity theory <laughs> better than what you just said right now. Welcome to the podcast. Yes, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. You're right. But anyhow, long story short, um, the next uh, six, seven months were a roller coaster, up and down, up and down. She was in, she was out. Uh, she was sleeping in another room. She was not here. She was spending 10 days out of the house and then coming back. And in the meantime, I was here taking care of her son, which was also my son in a certain way. Um, in May, she asked me, I want to go to Bali. You were mentioned Bali. She spent a month in Bali. Um, basically, probably we talked a couple of times. She was in Bali just because uh, she was talking to her son. And her son was saying to me, Kyle, oh, mommy's over the phone. Do you want to say hi? Of course I want to say hi. Uh, she came back in June, uh, she wanted to go to Canada, she went to Canada, her mom unfortunately for the second time went through a chemo therapy, and so it was not really nice, but anyhow she went to Canada. Then I received a call in July from my previous wife, not previous in the sense of previous Trina, and uh, she said to me, why you don't come up in Canada? So I spent a month in Canada. We had a beautiful month together. We said, this was happening. You and Trina. Trina and I, yes. In August 2018, we spent a beautiful month. I landed there on August the 2nd. I left September the 3rd. Beautiful month. We, had, we make love. We celebrate our wedding. We went to Montreal. We went to Quebec City. We spent 10 days in the middle of the forest. Uh, loving each other, and I said, fuck, sorry, my French, sorry. It's okay, we actually welcome her here. All right. So I said, fuck, so if you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to say it a third time, line. go ahead. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'll go ahead and say fuck too, so you feel good. <laughs> yeah, that's right, thank you. Um, I thought maybe something happened. Maybe, maybe she came back. Maybe, maybe she gave me an help and I start seeing lights uh, down the tunnel. And I can guarantee you, I saw that light. So she brought me to the airports, Ottawa airports. On September 3rd, she hugged me, she kissed me, and she said to me, I will see you in two weeks. She was supposed to fly down two weeks after me. I never saw my wife again until October. She disappeared for basically a month, three weeks. I didn't know where she was. She never landed on this island. As we, we said, we agreed. Um, I discovered afterwards she was in Montana. She called me actually, saying to me, I'm sorry, but I needed to find myself. So she was in the middle of nowhere in Montana, in the United States. Uh, it's probably in a beautiful place because she sent me a couple of pictures. Um, 
But more than that, I didn't know where my wife was. And even her stepmom, she didn't know where my wife was. So she came back one day, it was a Sunday, uh, out of the blue, I saw a car coming to the gates. Uh, she was, she opened the gates and I understood because I saw her and she was not the person that I met, the person that I loved, and I knew before she starts opening her mouth that what's over, at least on her side, not on my side. Um, she entered the house, she sit down on the floor, and there, exactly where we are right now, and she said to me in a few, Actually, in three words, or two, if you contract the subject and the verb, it's over. It is over three words, or it's over two words. It's over. I want the divorce. And I can guarantee you that uh, a knife entered my heart in December 2017. I saw the lights in August, and a second knife entered my back in October 2018. And at that point, uh, believe me, Brian, I was not smoking anything. I was not, uh, I started crying again. And I, and I said to myself, give yourself a fucking reason because uh, otherwise uh, you're going crazy. And I gave myself a reason. Today, I don't know why all this shit happened. I have no clue. I believe that night, uh, that Wednesday night, she did something um, that probably she regrets. She did something uh, not against us, but probably against herself. Or she did something that opened the door of uh, who exactly she meant to be and and the story is over it's done it's finished she's no longer my partner in life she's no longer my partner in business we're going to sell this beautiful house where we are broadcasting right now uh, i'm sad but at the same time i have to tell you these 18 months because i still counting all these months these 18 months gave me something really bad, yes, on one side, but good on the other side because I learned how to manage pain. I learned how to be uh, pragmatic, more, uh, I don't know, it's difficult to say, but uh, I learned how to give a reason to something that probably doesn't have a reason. And that's my story. Um, I hope, guys, uh, you take it as it is. Because it's strange and beautiful at the same time. It's sad and uh, funny at the same time. I truly believe that Trina gave me something at the end of uh, all these long period together. 
she gave me the 10 most beautiful uh, year of my life without these 18 months, of course, but at least she gave me something special. Trina is no longer here. Trina is dead. Uh, she will remain in my, in my heart forever. Okay, well, she's not physically dead, but in the way that you know her, who she is, she's no longer here. Exactly. So this is, this is a very, I mean, this whole story is, it takes me by surprise because I know Trina. I know Trina and I know you two together. I should say I know you two together. And of course, Trina's not here to share her side and um, I don't want to disrespect her in any way. But this is something, it's a very difficult process and I think this is something that we're going to see more and more happening where people are going through things in their life they just cannot explain something completely shifts and go, takes a 180 goes in the opposite direction and there is no reasonable explanation for it. how do you deal with it in your life yeah. how do you deal with it and this is this is something that i feel like you were talking today like the masks are coming off you can't avoid your own truth whatever that truth is you know whatever that truth is it doesn't take away from anything that Carlo and Trina had together because it, it, it was absolutely beautiful. I was here. I witnessed it. I love them, the two together. They're beautiful, the beautiful couple. But, you know, as a soul, when you come into this life and you choose your journey, the lessons that you choose to live and how you choose to live them and your soul agreements that you have with everyone that you come into contact with, we don't always understand here in this present now moment. It doesn't make sense because at the human level, it's very hard when you have the ego involved and everything else. It's very hard to understand the why, but it can happen. And I know you, this is something that you, you're, I mean, we know this year is all about unmasking. We've had Jessica on and a lot of other people on who have talked about 2019 being the year of unmasking. Right. You can't hide your truth, whatever that is. And. I mean, I really think this is more of a walk-in story. It's really so crazy. I mean, because clearly you had a beautiful relationship. But on Friday, after you told us the story, I had a dream. And I never have met Trina, nor Carl, before coming here this week. But I had a dream that I was sitting in the back seat of a car, and Trina was with me. And she was leaning on my shoulder, and she was really sad. And she said to me that she just can't even explain what it was like for her, that this bubbling sort of came up in her, like this, every doubt, every, everything that she ever wanted or that was different than what she was doing, just, she said everything just bubbled up at the same time and it was just so overwhelming, it was like it just popped and it was like she didn't have a choice. She just like the roof blew off of her and she changed. And that was my dream. Listen, Lisa, I have to tell you, uh, someone said to me, why you don't eat Trina? I can't, I can't, because I love her too much. It's, uh, it's a feeling that I don't have. I learned from the experience of the crane that you need to let something go if you really love 
that particular part. So I love very much my dad, although unfortunately I didn't spend too much time with him, but I was really attached to him until that moment. So maybe you're right. Maybe Trina came to my life to let me realize these points and I let Trina go. Nicole said uh, Trina is not physically dead. Yes, she's not. She's still alive, but she's dead in my heart. She's gone, completely gone. Fine, finish. Someone, a poet in Italy, used to say, do not cry because a love is finished. Smile because it happened. <laughs> I swear, amore. amore, amore with food, amore with people, amore with family, it's just a beautiful. Brian, what's your take on all this? Because this is the first time you're hearing the story, period. I mean, aside from us hearing the Crane story for the first time. Well, yeah, I, I think my sense was was the same as, as Lisa's and probably yours, based on my experience on on the podcast, that it sounds like she had what you call the walk-in. That's what I, you know, why I said body snatchers. Um, you know, I, just the way that, that Carlo described how when he saw her, it was like it wasn't her. It just, everything about that seems like a different entity took control. And... I, I, I think when you guys are having dinner tonight, you're going to have to uh, to catch him up on some of the crazy that we talk about here and, you know, share your story from, from Florida when, you know, they tried to oh. body snatch you yeah. and, you know, and, and just help him understand that that might be a, a thing and Carlo, I'm right there, you know, with you. It's when you're a scientific mind, it's hard to it's hard to understand somebody saying, What do you you know, what do you mean somebody came in and, and took over and you know, understanding contracts and you know, soul contracts and all you know, all that kind of stuff is um it's it's largely unbelievable still to me, but it's at least an explanation. Yeah, because there is no other explanation. There no, is no other explanation. There is another one. Okay. There is another one. Okay, go ahead. And I love what you said. Are you called the walking? Okay. Yes, walking. Walking. But it's walking. Walking, because okay. Italian, it's, they use the G at the end of... Uh, <laughs> okay, oh, oh, I just had a thing. The fact that you took a spiritual voyage of walking... Yeah. A thousand kilometers? I don't, I'm just saying, that just came right now. That's a bit interesting. Okay, what's your other take on it? Is that uh, actually, maybe the person that I met was not Trina. It was someone else that came back and became the person that was before. So it was not... Uh, um, transformation from A to B, but was the transformation from B to A, back to A. So, you know what I mean? Right. S same same idea, different side of the coin. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. It's the same idea, but 
look uh, a different perspective, uh, as uh, mm -hmm. uh, the great yeah. Albert Einstein used to say. Absolutely. No, that mm -hmm. can absolutely be the case because that can happen. And, you know, they were, it sounds like they were braided for, because there are such things called as braided walk-ins where you still have two people together at the same time because the fact that you saw her in that month of August when you were back in Canada and you, it was, it was like she was back. You yeah. know, you saw, you had hope. You were like, wow, like this can work. And you had that experience with her. So I feel like they, if this was a walk-in experience, then they were braided, but then it became unbraided. And I feel that at this point, whoever the other um, soul is that is here in her body is either more powerful or is meant to take on this physical body at this time and lead the rest of the life. And um, Trina, as you know, her has exited this realm and she was here to give you 10 beautiful years. Oh yeah. Definitely. And she's probably, you know, really legitimately confused right now, you know, because she probably doesn't know what the hell's going on with her. And that's why the trips to Montana and the, to Bali and all those things, she's trying to figure out what yeah. the hell. Lisa, you are spot on, spot on, because she said to me many times, I don't know what happened to me. I don't know what I want. I don't know who I am. So she said these things to me many times mm -hmm. in the past 18 months. I don't see how, you, how I, I appreciate that you're, you're not angry with her, but I don't see how a person could be. I mean, because it's clearly, uh, we are men, we are, no, I can totally, okay. I, I can absolutely see why someone would be, it's just Carlo is a different, mm. he's coming in with absolute pure love and right. you don't see that kind of pure love a lot in relationships you know the carla the love that you have and you express today you don't see that um expressed either from the female side or the male side it, it's an exception it's not the rule you know what i'm saying and so i can absolutely see why someone would be mad from the perspective of we have egos right. and the ego often steps in and takes over and you know we speak from a place of trauma at oftentimes when this happens and so in my eyes, I feel like you absolutely have taken the higher road in all of this, and you are definitely the exception, not the rule in this case. And I actually think that's quite inspiring. It's very inspiring. And I'm really, I'm very honored that you shared your story with us today and with our audience, because things like this are happening. I mean, I just ran into another friend yesterday, and I said, oh, what's new with you? He's like, oh, I got a divorce. And I'm like, what? And I, I mean, I knew his whole family. It's a man or a girl? It's a man. Oh, no, it's not for me. It's no, not it's, for not, me. it's not for you. <laughs> but it's just, there's stuff is breaking down, but only it's breaking down because there's new things that need to be built in different ways. It doesn't mean that what was there was wrong. It's just, in a way, it's expired. So I may ask you something. Of course. Do you know the divorce... Uh... Woman? Yes, I do. Okay, so meaning she's single now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready to date. Sorry, Brian. I mean, I need to find a funny part. So. Nicole is single. <laughs> Out of this, no, I mean, Nicole is single, but uh, 
But uh, uh, Nicole she loves Italian. Yeah, so. she loves Italian. I know, no, she doesn't love me. So I mean, it's not. We're so. good friends. Yes. Yeah. Oh, give love a chance, Nicole. Maybe, maybe. Did you hear that? Yeah. Give love a chance. Give love a chance. I love that saying. Lisa, don't be jealous, of, of course. I mean, if, I, if I bring her out for a dinner. What are you talking about? It's Brian who needs to be jealous. You mean if you take my girlfriend and I? Yes, uh, yes. That was my man. So you stay home and. She comes with me for dinner. No problem. But anyhow, guys, I want to thank you very much. Brian, I I really like the idea to meet you in person. I truly believe you and I are the rational part of all this conversation. Although I have to tell you that after my experience, one plus one is not two. Two. Always two, at least. Yeah. No, one plus one is actually three when you talk about quantum physics. Yeah. I'll... 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 Uh, I know, I know, uh, I know that's a very difficult thing for you to wrap your head around. Yes. <laughs> but Brian, um, we're going to talk after the show because uh, I think Carlo and you have some things to talk about. Yeah. And I might be going to Paris for your cookie. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Go. You can go because your brother is getting married. told yeah. me. Going to be married the same day. The same day. I'm going yeah. to have my 50th birthday party in Paris. Not that I'm about the, the entire audience, but now <laughs> it's become difficult. And then my bank account goes to zero. Minus probably something. Not zero. Well, Nicole, you're lucky because there's a there's an airfare sale going to Paris. <gasps> there is. Yeah, oh. there has been since last October, and it, it ends in June actually. So you've got good timing. Depends. Maybe she should become my date. And I pay the ticket for her. Who knows, Brian? I mean, I don't have the crystal ball, but let's see what happens. Give love a chance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We clearly had enough rosé on this show. Yeah. So, um, Carlo, thank you so much for being on the show. Brian, do you have anything you want to add before we uh, close off? Is there anything you wanted to say or share? No, you guys have fun. Aw. You know... For our audience, we're Carlo is an amazing cook. Every time I've come over, you've always cooked a fantastic meal. You're going to cook a fabulous fish, and I love pasta. Lisa loves well. Lisa and I actually just realized on my birthday that we both ate at the same restaurant in Florence, Italy, BBQs, which does not sound Italian at all. No, at all. Not at all. But it is one of the best restaurants I've ever been to in Italy. And I've been to Italy quite a few times in quite a few places. And we actually sat at the same table. Oh my gosh. Okay, definitely too much wine. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. right, everyone. Brian, I need to close the conversation here because otherwise I don't know where we're going. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm looking out the window at snow on May 20th. <laughs> So Amazing. you guys go and enjoy island life. And to our audience, we want you to know that, um, you know what, write in to us. If you guys have had an experience, you just can't explain. It makes no sense. There's nothing reasonable or rational to explain what you're going through. Or perhaps, you know, someone who's gone through something like this because we feel like these things are starting to happen more often. And, we wanted to share this story. Well, one, it's a very beautiful and at the same time sad story. It's a very dualistic 
story. Like, you know, you've got the positive, it's very yin yang mixed. You got the black, the white, the, the good and the positive, um, fully at the same way. Made for TV. Made for TV. Made for TV or a podcast, who knows? But we wanted to share that with you guys because we think that this stuff is going to start happening more and more um, as things break down, as the matrix, as we talk about on the show, breaks down and the system as we know it can't continue on the way it has. And so that means that the way we experience this hologram changes. And so that was one of the reasons why I want to share as well. It's just an incredible story. And thanks for the crane. the crane edition because that was phenomenal we're going to talk about that over dinner yeah yeah but um to our audience send us in some stories if you have that we'd love to hear from you maybe we can share them um on the podcast if you uh agree to that and thanks again for joining us this week we will be back with you next time everyone we love you so much have a wonderful week and lisa and i are signing off from the sunny cayman islands as we get our tan on bye guys thank you for having me bye 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 Thank you all for joining our show. We appreciate you tuning in and supporting us. If any of you have any questions you would like answered on the show or any guests that you would like to hear on our show, please email that information to us at info at enlightenup.us or send us a voice message using the Anchor app. There's a super cool feature on there that allows you to send us a message or ask us a question with a touch of a button right from the app. And please continue to support us by following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you haven't checked out Nicole's channel on YouTube yet, head on over there for some more insight from her, or you can visit her website, inflexibleme.com, where you can book a personal coaching session or a tarot reading, watch some of her most informative videos, or you can sign up for her newsletter. And if you're interested in some light language healing, head to my YouTube channel, Lisa Loves Love, or send me an email to lisa at lisaloveslove.com to inquire about your own personal reading. Thank you again for joining us and supporting us, and we'll be back with you all next week.